0: Good morning. We'll be talking about Thanksgiving, how we need to especially thank God all the time for all he's done for us. Will you turn your books, please, to Ephesians chapter 5. We'll be reading verses 19 and 20. That is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Speak to one another with psalms hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning everyone and a special welcome to any visitors we have with us and I'd like to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving weekend. I'm sure most of you are having that meal tomorrow but Maybe some of you are having it tonight because you can't get together tomorrow. I don't know. And hopefully you have a nice turkey or a ham, potatoes. I'm sure some of you will have rice instead of potatoes. It's just the way the change change the world, right? So, And, you know, it's going to be definitely a wonderful time, right? It's a wonderful meal. It's time spent with family. It's time spent with friends. So I hope that for you, and I pray that for you. I want to start off with a, a little bit of a humorous Thanksgiving illustration that I saw. I read Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but I thought it was pretty humorous, and I want to share that to start off. So the Butterball Turkey Company set up a telephone hotline to answer consumer questions about preparing turkeys. One woman called to inquire about cooking a turkey that had been in the bottom of her freezer for 23 years. Yeah, I know. The Butterball representative told her the turkey would probably be safe to eat if the freezer had been kept below zero for the entire 23 years. But the Butterball representative warned her that even if the turkey was safe to eat, the flavor would probably have deteriorated to such a degree that she would not recommend eating it. The caller replied, that's what I thought, we'll give the turkey to our church. (laughs) Yeah. So do you think her church was thankful or grateful to receive the turkey? The sad part is they probably were, and hopefully nobody got sick eating it, right? So as one person said, gratitude is always to be expressed. We are commanded to give thanks. Now that is excellent advice because a grateful person will be a happier person. A grateful grateful person will be a healthier person. A grateful person will be a holier person. Think about somebody who seems very holy. They're usually a very grateful person. We could see that. We have to have... To quote Gary, we have to have an attitude of gratitude. And he didn't see my sermon, so but we have to have an attitude of gratitude. That's what we need to have. As Christians, it's expected of us. Christians should automatically be grateful people because we have more to be thankful for than most. We have a lot to be thankful for, but before I get into all the things that we have to be thankful for as Christians, I want us to look at what one source listed as things to be thankful for, not necessarily from the viewpoint of Christians, but from the world, what people are thankful for. So the first thing I'm going to mention is good health. So even if your health isn't great, it could be worse, and you likely still have some working parts to be thankful for. So your eyesight might not be good, maybe your hearing's not very good, but you know what? Overall, we're thankful for our health, right? How about money in the bank? Having just a little money in the bank still makes you richer than most people on earth. There are countries where they can't even save even a penny in the bank, right? How about good friends? Often it's the quality of friendships, not the quantity. So thankful for friendships. How about pets? I know a lot of people are thankful for their pets. Opportunity to get an education. The opportunity to attend school in something is something that many people don't have. There's countries where there is no education. There's countries where they can't afford education. It's something that they're thankful for. It might be something that we don't think of. How about having a home or a car? Well, that's something that most people are thankful for. But how about having a bed to sleep in? We, we're thankful for having a house and a car, but how about having a, just having a bed to sleep in? How about clean water? Many people on Earth lack access to clean water. Here's one that I'm sure most of us is thankful for. How about cell phones? Oh, yeah, I'm sure many of us are thankful for cell phones, right? They make talking to loved ones easier, or do they, if you can get them off their phones? And then here's a, just a, a random list of other things. This, as I mentioned, this is things that people have said that they are thankful for, and some of these I would never think to even think about, right? So art, rainbows, sunshine, mountains, sunsets. Hiking trails, campfires, warm clothing, electricity, air conditioning, modern medicine, employment, music, books, internet, sports, laughter, time, children, and finally, love. Thankful for love. Maybe thankful for being loved by someone or thankful that they have someone to love. Many of these things we take for granted because we live in a country where we have such great freedom. When was the last time that you prayed to give thanks that you had a bed to sleep in or that you had clean water? I'm sure that's not something that we think about to pray about, right? Because we take it for granted. It's things that we have and we don't even think about. Imagine if you had to worry about where your next meal was coming from or if you had to live without electricity or clean water. How would you manage? This isn't something we worry about. We complain about not having air conditioning for crying out loud. Think about it. We're just so spoiled. Many of us would be lost if we didn't have our cell phones, myself included. Could it be that many of us have our priorities mixed up? Do we really appreciate what we have? Do we really think about what we have? Do we think about the things that are underlying that we have, that we never give it a thought? As we gather together with family and friends for Thanksgiving Day, maybe we should stop to consider Something we should be thankful for even more than delicious food, even more than being with our families and our friends, even more than all the things that we have, the material things that we have. What are the things that we as Christians should be thankful for? What are they? Have we really given it a lot of thought? What does God want us to be thankful for? What does God want us to be thankful for? We're going to answer these questions as we go along, but let's, let's take a look at a couple of scriptures. To see some things that we might not think that we should be thankful for. And I want to start off with 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So Gary mentioned this a while ago, about giving thanks in all circumstances. How about being thankful in all circumstances? Whatever circumstances you find yourself in, even right now. Sometimes when we go through hardships, we don't feel like being thankful, do we? When we're struggling and we're having to deal with things, we don't feel thankful. We're only living in that moment. We're only living in that pain. It's hard to smile when you're suffering. But we are to be thankful in all situations, in all circumstances. No matter how bad your situation may be, as the expression goes, it could always be worse. This is a philosophy I have lived by. I have always told myself, whatever problems I run into, it could be worse. I bring my car to the garage, oh it cost me three hundred and something. Could have been worse, could have been five, six hundred. I deal with this, I said, Well, it could could have been worse. If we adopt that kind of mentality, we will be happier people. We need to be thankful in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. It's a mentality that we need to adopt. And we also need to cultivate a thankful mind and a grateful heart. Remember that the more grateful we are, the more happy, healthy, and holy we become. This is very important for God's people. When we think of Job, in the account of Job, the first thing that we always think about is we always think about the patience of Job, right? That's the first thing that we are, we always, we're always hearing this. you know, have the patience of Job. But when Job's wife told him to curse God and die, this is what he said to her. He said, you're talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? He's a man of God, and he understood that he would go through hardships, that trouble would come. And he was still thankful to God regardless of the situation he was in. He was man of God, and he fully trusted the Lord. He wasn't just patient. He was also thankful. He was thankful regardless of whatever circumstances he found himself in. And think about what he's going through at that very time when he says those words. This is at the point where he's got the sores all over him, from the top of his head to the bottom of his toes. He's suffering greatly when he says this. He understands. He still needs to be thankful. So we need to be like Job, not just having the kind of patience he had, but having that attitude of gratitude, and then Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one. First Timothy, sorry. Second, First Timothy chapter two, verse one. This is what we read. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. So when I mention about things that we don't think about to be thankful for. How about thankful for other people? How about thankful for other people? Do we, do we pray and give thanks for other people? We are to be selfless people. As we heard from our reading that Doug gave us, we should give thanks to God the Father for everything. But we shouldn't always be thinking of ourselves when we pray to God. It shouldn't always be about us. We shouldn't be praying and say, thank you for that new car, thank you for that new house, it's all, all about us. How about when we pray, how about we give thanks for other people? If when we are thankful, we only think of giving thanks for us, giving thanks for the material things that we have, then we're in danger of giving thanks selfishly. That's a crazy thought, isn't it? Giving thanks selfishly. How do you do that? Very easy. You just think about you. That's how we do that. We should be praying for others and thanking God for them as well. We should be thankful for the people that God brings into our lives and the lessons we learn from them. I've learned a lot from the people that I've met over the years, and I'm thankful for a great many of them. I'm thankful for the one that brought me to Christ. I'm thankful for the one that studied with me afterwards. I'm thankful for good friends that I've met and have along the way. So we should be thankful for other people. It's something else we don't think about. And so a while ago the question was asked, what does God want us To be thankful for? What does God want us to be thankful for? I'm sure He appreciates our prayers. I'm sure He appreciates the the gratitude that we have for all that we have. But what does God want us to be thankful for? God wants us to be thankful to Him for Jesus, who came and died for us so that we could be right with God. That's what God wants from us. We take the Lord's Supper every Lord's Day, and we remember to give thanks to God for Christ's sacrifice for us. God wants that from us. Because of that sacrificial love, we also get to be thankful for two things because of that act. So we're to be thankful for what Jesus did, dying for us. And as a result, we get to be thankful for two things as a result of that. Number one, our full salvation when Jesus returns, which is our reward for remaining faithful. We get to look forward to that. We have salvation now, but we get salvation fully. We receive it fully when Christ comes. And the second thing is we get to look forward to a better life In heaven forever. Even no matter how good our life might get in this life, it's going to be even better in the next. We get to look forward to that. We get to give thanks for that because of what Christ has done. I'm always reminded of the hymn, without him I would be nothing. Well, that's true. Without him I would be nothing. But because of him, I am something. Because of him, we are all something. We are special in God's sight and we are a child of God. We are saved child of god i have great things waiting for me and so do you each and every one of you because of christ's sacrifice for him dying for you let's remember to give thanks to god for that to give thanks to god for christ who died for us i want us to read one last verse colossians chapter 3 verse 17 colossians chapter 3 verse 17 And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's a very important point. Give thanks for everything. Give thanks to God for everything. As we enjoy our tasty Thanksgiving meals tomorrow with sincere and glad hearts, let's also be really thankful to God for giving us life in Christ Jesus through his gospel. If there is someone here today who has not received that life in Christ, if you haven't made the decision to come to Jesus and have your sins taken away in the waters of baptism, if you have not put on Christ as your Savior and Lord, why not do that now as we sing our invitation song? Let's stand as we sing our last song.